The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. In this episode, Sienna and I have a pretty wild conversation all about raising our standards in life and health, relationships, all in a healthy and in a feel-good kind of way. We talk about what prevents us from raising those standards. We quote the Declaration of Independence on it. We quote Jesus on it. It gets kind of wild. And of course, we share examples from our own lives. I'm Sienna. And I'm Toast. We've been partners in life, love, and music since 2001. And we believe life is best lived as a love story. Your love story. After all, to love well is to live well. For more, check out SiennaandToast.com. But for now, here's this episode. (laughs) Here we are. (laughs) Here's this episode. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Okay. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to the podcast. The curtain. Imagine the curtain has just (laughs) been pulled back and here we are on the stage doing a little tap dance. Hello. Isn't it funny how your voice will go up? Like when you're uncomfortable. Is it, but then why do when we do ch- it with animals? Like, oh, hello, you're so cute. Or babies. So- yeah. You never talk to a baby like, hey, baby. That's a different kind of baby, yeah. I think. But hey, anyway, baby. that's gross, actually. That's really gross. <laughs> Anyhow, thank you for joining us. Hope you find something valuable in this episode of Raising Your Standards. But before we get to that, we realized that in last week's episode, we forgot to give you a date update. And I got to be honest here, I think in terms of raising our standards, it's time to kind of bump to... up our standards for our dates. Yeah. I think the thing for Toast and I is we, we just spend so much time together. Um, and we're both more private, introverted type of... We're happy without doing crazy things like yeah, i mean i think climbing just, a mountain or you know, okay traveling I think it the world i mean do, i would love to but you know toast and i both have taurus in our charts and cancer in our charts so it's like cancer and taurus astrologically are the signs that are really like like to be home well there we go you know like you just enjoy being at home. And I think that sometimes <laughs> that can get in the way of dates unless we figure out stuff to do at home. But because we work from home, it's like we're always home. So, so boring. Anyways, so we got boring. <laughs> we have to raise our standards. But I do have to say that I think I'll give, an, I'll give a very valid excuse. I think because that cold I caught on New Year's, that darn cough that's been kind of just hanging around and then I think they left and they came back around and I find out they're still here it's like I think that's been you know I blame interfering that as well. with our process here so anyways our last date we decided we're like you know we need to get out of the house <laughs> We don't have to go and do a hike. We don't have to go and go into a nature preserve, buy a ticket somewhere and be a part of something that takes the whole day. We don't have to do that. Mm -hmm. Let's just, what do we want to do? Let's just do something enjoyable that can be for a couple hours and come back home. So one of the things that I love that I mentioned in the podcast before is the Renaissance bookstore out here in Portland. And it just is 
so fantastic because they have every spiritual book you can imagine. They have a ton of crystals. They have, oh my God, you know what I love there? They don't have an animal. No. Okay. They don't have a but I would shop have an pet. Animal. Yeah, that no. would have, that. Oh gosh. I would always pet. be there. A shop pet that is out. <laughs> right. Remember Annie Bloom's books? Yeah. She wasn't out. But anyways, I they have probably, Renaissance Bookstore probably has the best selection of high quality chocolates. Really? Mm-hmm. They have every high quality chocolate and whatever your, you, whatever your preference or um, if you have any dietary restrictions, whatever they might be, I bet you, you will find a chocolate bar for you wow. okay. at Renaissance Bookstore. Okay. I didn't know that. So we walked around this little area. What is that area called? Lovejoy? The Alphabet District? Mm, is that? 23rd, right? Yeah. Anyways, I think. Anyway, that's what we did. We walked around. We went there. We got a coffee. We um, intended to also visit a chocolate chocolatier out there. Found out they had closed, so we went to. We ended up going to the one near our house. And um, I know this is like a chocolate episode. I'm realizing because mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm, highlighting the yeah. chocolate moments. But anyways, um, there is. Portland is, I guess they're known for coffee, but they're also known, they have a lot of chocolatiers out here. Yes. Yep. So if you have been to a Portland airport, you have probably seen the Moonstruck store where you can buy a beautiful box of chocolates to take home. And these chocolates are not cheap. Oh my God. They <laughs> these the chocolates are cheap. so expensive. To me, I think they're expensive. Yeah. It's like one piece is between four and $6. It's a small piece. Um, it's a very small piece. But so anyways, we have seen these chocolates around, but it's like, I'm not going to spend, you know, $40 on a box of chocolates to just taste one. Right. I'm sorry. I'm not going to do it. Um, So we decided let's go to the chocolate shop and try one. And where where you can buy just one. Yes. And I actually wanted to buy um, a cute chocolate for um one of my friend's daughters who her birthday we're sending a birthday gift and i wanted to put a little chocolate in there so anyways we went the chocolate did not disappoint at all but this is like your mainstream in terms of like you you can't find your dietary restriction chocolate mm-hmm. there it has sugar it, it has, has sugar real milk. it has all that stuff yeah. um but they do have different like dark versions and um they have white chocolate all, all the different types in in that sense but why you want to buy Moonstruck chocolate is they these chocolates are so beautiful. Yeah, you want to look at them. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like good. It's kind of like Japanese food. It's small, very small, petite portions, mm-hmm. and very delicate, intricate design uh, visuals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the way it's prepared is very meticulously prepared. The dis- so yeah. it's all about. The presentation, the presentation, and what it looks like, which and is it's fun so and beautiful. beautiful. It's inventive. It's creative. It's inspiring in that way. They have some super classy designs, and then they have downright cute designs. And what we ended getting, what we ended up getting, our friend's uh, daughter to add to her gift was a super cute puppy dog shaped chocolate. So cute, so cute, kawaii, so ne? super super cute. Yeah. 
So anyways, Moonstruck delivers. So anyways, that's what we did. Yeah, super simple. For our date. Super simple. And we look forward to, I look forward to feeling 500% healthy and um, then doing more things. Then we'll do more things. I think also, too, I have to say that the weather also Mm -hmm. affects, you know, that that feeling of of, like wanting to go out or not. Like I'd rather be in the house. Especially if you've been under under the weather so to speak especially if you've been sick and are still recovering from a cold and still have a lingering cough it's like yeah you know you want to feel cozy and cough and warm and bundled up and so yeah that is our date update not super exciting but you know we're all at different levels and we're all trying the point is that we kept the date that's right yeah. And exactly. we also did see a few movies at home too. Oh yeah. I'll throw that in there. Like we mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we saw um what was the Hollywood movie? Oh, Once Upon a Time yes. in Hollywood. Yes. We saw that. We also saw uh The Favorite. Oh my god, yes. With which Emma Stone. Is just twisted. But it's a great ride. Mm-hmm. It is a great ride. So we did see some movies at home. And, and we actually went to the movie theater because that's the only way that we wanted to see the final installment of the Star Wars Skywalker saga. Oh, yeah. So we true. did see that yeah. in January. Yeah. Was that our January date? Yeah, it was one of them. But, you know, I think what both you and I have a strength in is in really appreciating the everyday moments and really knowing that that's where real life actually happens. It's like, yeah, we can plan the extravagant vacations and the grand gestures and we can have these huge fireworks moments, but that's, that's, that's just, just to infuse the, the adventure. Don't you think? Well, those, those moments are honestly like, if you're just going to live for those moments that happen, like once or twice a year at the most. It's like, what kind of life is that? It's it's really about appreciating in a genuine way and, and having so the much... Now, the now and the everyday. Yeah, the everyday moments, you know, Very and being able, being able to build your relationship on, on those. I mean, being or experiencing that wealth and that richness is... It's, it's all in the stuff that it's a cliche, but I think it's true. It's all in the stuff that money can't buy. Like well, how but much you stuff- bought me, but you bought me that cute rose plant. And what I loved about that is it didn't have to do with an occasion. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting it. Mm-hmm. And that surprise did infuse a little, you know, like adventure or just something, you know, just little a little sparkly a nice there. Surpri- it was a nice surprise. Yay. And Good. if that was my if hope. Gifts are part of your love language, like they are for me. Mm-hmm. Having a, a rose plant is just was fantastic. Oh, that makes me smile. I love it. I love that you love it. So it and really I'm works. Just, I am just like hanging on and hoping I can keep her alive because Oh, okay. Because I think the mentality, okay, and this is not about what this podcast is about, but 
I just have to say, I think the mentality sometimes when you buy cute plants, mm-hmm. little, and if there's, there's a cute little plant, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think the mentality is like, oh, they're not going to last. <gasps> oh, you know what I mean? Because yeah, I totally, because yeah, it's, I a, know what you it's mean. seasonal or like the, the idea is that it's a seasonal plant, even if it's not necessarily a <laughs> seasonal plant. And you, you just think, you oh, okay, I'm just going to keep this and it's going to look cute. And then mm-hmm. it's just going to die. But let's not. But for for me, I'm like, well, this is a living thing. It, yeah. There's no reason it has to die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm trying to. I kept the little thing about how to take care of it. Mm-hmm. I think it's getting enough sun or light, and been watering we'll keep, it, but we'll not keep, overwatering it. Yeah, we'll keep our eye on it and do our best. Yeah. And yeah, I I know what you mean. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the topic. Okay. The feel good of raising your standards, because it does feel good to raise your standards when you're in when you're when it's coming from a certain place. I think everybody knows what I'm talking about. It does. It does feel good, but sometimes I think the thing we have to remember is that it won't always feel good, and especially in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Okay, you will have those moments of. Oh, gosh, this is so uncomfortable. You know? Yeah, it is. It really is at mind game. Yeah. And here's an example of it just from yesterday. Okay. So yesterday. Let's hear it. It was the end of the work day. It was, it, it was a time for me to work out if I was going to work out that day. Okay. Okay. And I was kind of excited to do it, actually. You uh, love when, when it's workout time. Not all the time. I mean, I think in general, though, you're like, yeah, not all the time. It, it, it's that mindset thing. So anyway, so I looked at my printed paper of, okay, what's my workout today? And, you know, it was like, okay. You sound like a dinosaur. My printed paper. <laughs> <laughs> I got out my app. <laughs> I do both. I do different types of workouts. I but anyway, know. today it was, I'm, I'm actually getting more used to just doing my own programming mm-hmm. and, and working off of just, okay, do this exercise for this much time, blah, blah. So I looked at it and I was like, okay, okay, here we go. I'm going to do it, you know, get into it. And it was a new workout for me. I started doing it and I had that psychological moment of, oh crap, this is going to be harder than I thought. It's going to require <laughs> like, oh man, like I'm going to need some additional fuel. Like I'm going to need to step up my effort in order to actually do it. So that's when I stopped. And that's when I came downstairs and you were like, I thought you were working out. And I said, yeah, "Yeah, but you know what? I realized like I'm on an empty stomach. I'm going to need some carbs here to just fuel me, you know, like to help myself out, take it seriously and really like put in more effort. Okay. Not just in the way of fuel, but in the way that I'm bringing myself in a spirit way, in my heart and soul, how I'm showing up for this workout. Mm. Like in order to actually do these 12 reps. Yeah, yeah. Of, I'm like, I'm going to need to step it up, you know, get my mind yeah. in the game. Yeah. And I had to make that mind shift. But after I did, it felt fantastic. Like it felt better 
than it would have felt if the work workout required less of me. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And going through the motions. Yeah. Just like, wow, yeah. wow, And just like, okay, I did it. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, yeah, you did it. <clears throat> but I think sometimes we're driven to just cross something off the list. Yes, yeah, sometimes. I do know what you mean. I, I, I have experience yeah. on both ends of that. But I felt like that was a great example. That of, is a great example. Of the difference between distress and new stress. Because in our society, we tend to think of stress as being, oh, that's a bad thing. Like mm-hmm. how to reduce your stress. But the nuance is that there are, there's bad stress and there's good stress, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Distress is like when you're freaking out and it's working against you, it's causing you to be perform less than we are capable of. But you stress is the term for positive stress and we we actually need that yeah. in order to raise our standards yep. and to have and that, stay strong yeah and to have that feel good and to get stronger and to improve and get better and evolve and that's that's the life force doing its positive evolutionary work i think you should spell you stress you stress is spelled e u stress okay that's kind of like the the breathing guy, right? It's like if you jump into ice cold water mm-hmm. without any training, mm-hmm. then that's total distress. Yes. You're going to fight it, right? You're going to go like, oh my God. You're going to die. You're going to, you know, just be still or yeah. you'll be flailing. Right. The fight. Um, um, fight or flight. Yeah. Fight or flight. Or freeze. And in this or case, freeze, you would yeah. freeze. But. Literally. If you learn how to breathe correctly, if you condition yourself and just maybe jump in for like five seconds or whatever it might be and breathe and be with that stress, then you can come out of the other end feeling much stronger, oxygenated body. Mm-hmm. If, you've ra- if you've raised raise your, your standards, own bar, yeah. right? Raise your standards to be in harmony with a vital life force. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, this whole topic came up as far as, hey, let's do this for the podcast because, you know, sometimes we have those moments. Why are you making that face? I'm listening very closely <laughs> to what you're saying with a lot of interest. You're looking, That's okay. my interested right. face. Is that? Yeah. I don't know that face. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> I think all of us of a certain age have probably had moments where you're just like, okay, wait, this is my life. And it's not coming from a place of necessarily hating your life, you know, having it be that degree or being so unhappy, although it could, or just not being grateful for what all of us really have to feel grateful about. But just that feeling of like, where you feel a little dead and numb. Just underwhelmed. Yes. Like the feeling of like being so just, not impressed. Yes, and you're just waking up and it just feels like Groundhog Day, right? It's like every day feels like the same day. Mm. Get up, go to work, come back, have dinner, mm. watch a little TV, take a shower, go to bed. Mm. Wake up, go to work. You know, mm. it's like, just wait, is this my life? Like, there are things we all want to do have and be that I think we're so conditioned to just shoving down Hmm. but it takes kind of unearthing those things knowing that they have value 
and then raising the bar on your life and your standards in order to experience it, experience Experience some of those things, you know? So it kind of reminded me, you know, that song, we did that song a while back, that song our friend wrote, um, what is that song? (laughs) At first I thought, please believe, but then you said one that our friend wrote and I'm like, Oh, okay. That's not it. We, I'm sorry. I'm thinking, okay. I know what you, I know what it is. Okay. So the song is called nobody else. Just inserting a quick programming note here. After we recorded this episode, we went and we found this song, nobody else, which we recorded and released way back in 2007 on an album called McKenna. And we, we recently re-released it. it. It is available on iTunes and Spotify. And here's a little excerpt. Well, I know they say the life you planned on Left without a hope to stand on Hard times just keep coming every day And the work to do just keeps on just you know the lyrics of like i know this ain't the life you planned on left without a hope to stand on i mean it sounds very sad Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. really the song is 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 about being grateful that a person has stood by you yes through it all yes you know and that just the standing by Mm -hmm. the person standing with this other person sticking with you sticking with you it's like that action allows the hope in, you know, for this, right. It's like, wow, you stood by me. Mm -hmm. And so I think many of us have had that moment, you know, or moments where you're like, wait, this isn't what I thought my life would be. Right. Or maybe parts of it are, Mm -hmm. but there might be parts of your life where like, I didn't think this part of my life would look this way. Right. You know, whether it has to do with money or how your relationship is, or, you know, maybe kids having kids or not having kids, maybe how your health is. Maybe you want to travel and you thought you'd, you'd have traveled a ton by now, um, whatever it might be. It's like just, you know, recognizing that that discontent, which we've talked a lot about, mm-hmm. really is something to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. And what paying attention to it involves is part of it anyways, is raising the bar, raising the standard for yourself. And I think what's important to to remember is that we're all unintentionally, for the most part, setting our standards by what we choose to allow in our lives, what we choose to accept as normal. As normal, I think, we I think set so much, a standard. Yeah, I, I think um, our st- so many times <coughs> the standard is set for us. By society, by the people True. around us in, in our first, lives. Yes, and we just yes. accept it. Right, right. That's true. And I think um, that can have a lot of power on us or it can feel yeah. that way. Yeah. And so kind, you know, really just what feels like crawling out of 
those standards that were set for us Mm -hmm. and then deciding for yourself, well, no, okay, what is my standard going to be? Because aside from the culture that we live in, you know, so much of it first, first and foremost begins with, um, the family we are raised in. Right. What was your standard growing up? What is value that was set by your parents mm-hmm. or your your caregivers? Yeah. Or... What counts as being impressive? Right. Right. Yeah. What am, What are we going to choose to applaud or recognize? Right. Or demand. And then yeah. as you as you continue to grow and experience life, then you really start to feel the cultural standards, mm-hmm. and then that's put with the standards of your family. Mm-hmm. And then, so you have all these set points, you mm-hmm. know, these standard set points. And it's like, there comes time where you got to raise your own bar again. Yeah. Or you know, decide to shift it. Want? I guess, exactly. Yeah, what right. do you want? You know, right. is this your standard or is this someone else's standard? Mm-hmm. And then to change it. Mm-hmm. Because <clears throat> oftentimes we forget how much power we do have, you know, how much personal power we do have mm-hmm. in what we choose to allow in our lives, what we choose to do in our lives. And sometimes I think our natural stance is a reactive one. So we're reacting, reacting, and just allowing things to be. And allowing things to be may not necessarily work for some of us. Yeah, we come, we get to a point <clears throat> where... We don't want to be like that anymore. Exactly. Like it works for a while, <laughs> mm-hmm, you know, because mm-hmm. obviously you've, it's been maintained, you know, for right. a period. Yeah. But there's some kind it'll of It'll stop payoff. working. Right. I mean, not, not, it won't always stop working. If it's working for you, it's working for you. But if it stops working for you, then you'll definitely know and feel it. Yeah. And it's those feelings again, when you're just like, wait, <laughs> this my life it's like when those sneaky it, it's kind of sometimes sometimes they sneak up on you you know yeah. and yeah it just pops into your head for a moment i think a lot of times maybe even we we won't even acknowledge that feeling just for the fact that we we might feel so um you know ha- have the pressure of you know, you should be thankful for what you have and be thankful. And yes, 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 yes. But it doesn't mean we should stop growing or wanting to change. Exactly. You know? Yes. You can be grateful and still feel dissatisfied. Yes. And do something about it. Right. So I think that's important. That's the, to me, that's the art and the beauty of life. It's... It's the being content in the mm-hmm. present, mm-hmm. but also mm-hmm. discontent in the present. It's yeah, every everything totally. is everything is always in motion, but but not allowing um, the discontented aspect to steal your joy either, right? It, it's balancing that whole thing, and that's how I interpret. Uh, see, I'm going to get all Jesus on you, but Jesus me, Jesus you. He said. Narrow is the way to life, and few find it. He says, mm-hmm. wide is the road to destruction, and many go down that road, but narrow is the way to life, mm. and few find it. And that's the razor's edge. Yeah. Right? That's the, it's the balancing. It's that narrow intersection of 
acknowledging your discontent mm-hmm. while also being able to rest in the contentedness. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's like strive satisfied. Mm-hmm. The strive satisfied thing. Yeah. Okay. We're getting all philosophical here. Yeah. In, in After- fact, yeah. So I was thinking about the, um, It is. It really is such a balancing act because mm-hmm. yeah. I think that also, too, with the discontent or the dissatisfaction, mm-hmm. there's such a gift in acknowledging it. Mm-hmm. I think so much of the time we don't want to acknowledge it Okay, we yes. don't, because we don't want to look at it. So then we're going to just watch, you know... I think four seasons of the crown in you know one week <laughs> and, or and, I, and, and I think that I think that aspect is part of our cultural conditioning because society puts up these pictures in between the TV shows right mm. of these pictures of you could be happy and have a yacht and go to this beautiful resort and have this wonderful kind of life experience family and that's what success is, is if you're happy like this, mm, if you don't have depiction. a care in the world, yeah. right? if it's everything's great and it's the happiest place on earth, that's success, right? That, that's what's put before us mm. and, and it's given to us as like, that's what success is. And it's up to us to say, actually, it's not <laughs> success right. for also includes to know what awareness. It is for us. Yeah. Success yeah. also includes awareness of what my next growth opportunity is, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which inherently means dissatisfaction. And that's yes. okay, and, man. Right. And yeah. looking and what I was going to say about the dissatisfaction and discontent is that the gift that those bring mm-hmm. when you're willing to look at it mm-hmm. is it will automatically, when you see what you don't want, you automatically begin to know what you would want mm. by seeing what you don't want. And okay. that's a great step because Many people, I think, will claim that, oh, well, I don't know what I want. I don't know. I don't know what I want. But I bet you know what you're not happy with. <laughs> right? Mm. And then if you look at what you're not happy with, there is something to mind there that will point to what you would be happy with. Mm. It might not be a complete, full, detailed picture, mm. but it will show you the direction. Mm. Yeah, it's you know? a clue. It's a clue. Yeah. And this whole thing, we just want to say, this whole thing of raising your standards, I mean, you don't just do it once. Like, you're going to keep doing it because part of doing it is has to do with just the next level of growth. Yes. That's that's life. And we're, we're always growing. We're always changing. Yeah. Yeah. So for, well, I think, look, it, is this podcast going long? I don't think there's room for my health one. Of course there's room. Well, let me just, okay, let me just shorten it. So I, I love health stuff. Like I just, sounds like I'm going to talk long now because I said it like that, right? (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, I love all things having to do with holistic health. I, it, it inspired me to have my mercury amalgams taken out of my mouth. If anyone knows about this stuff, it's like, it's crazy, the process to protect yourself while having these things removed from your mouth. And I did a great job at the prep and having the support to prepare me, having the support during and where I fell short was not having the prep after. And so because all of my organs were filled with mercury from having had amalgams, 
uh, mercury amalgams. Now that my body wasn't being assaulted by mercury in my teeth, my organs felt like, oh, okay, we can now release this in the body to process it. So basically what happened is I completely poisoned myself with (laughs) mercury and that started all kinds of other problems. So there was a point where, um, and one of the problems is uh, hypothyroidism. So I was on two medications for hypothyroidism and I just, there was just a moment where I'm like, this is not me. I don't want to, like, I'm grateful for, uh, I'm, I'm totally grateful for Western allopathic medicine. I feel like there's an absolute place for that. But I just truly felt like, hey, I've been trying all kinds of things. I don't want to, I want to, I need to raise a standard for myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In terms of what I'm going to do to take care of my thyroid. And so, and to help myself out, to heal, right. to and help it's not, do what I can to heal myself. Yes. Like, and it's not, you know, it's not the most comfortable thing. It's like, there's a lot of things to do, but it's like, well, what, what do I value? I value my health and I don't want to take medicine. Mm-hmm. So long-term, I don't want to take medicine long-term. So in other words, I, raised, I want to, I want to address the, the core, the, the core issue yes. of the yes. symptoms, not just mask the symptoms. Exactly. And so it took a lot of effort. I did a lot of research. I wrote, I mean, it was just this whole thing, but anyways, started doing it. And in my recent blood work, my thyroid looked great. Um, there was another thyroid I test I needed to take that had to do with antibodies. And that is just one point away from being normal and where it was eight points higher last blood work. So I'm so grateful for that, you know, but it took recognizing that, hey, I'm discontent here. I do not, I, I need a new standard for myself. Mm-hmm. And is that, is that then whole, making like, the effort. Being sick and tired of being sick and tired kind yeah, of thing, yeah, right? It's yeah. like, you know, we're mad as hell and we're not going to take it anymore. Exactly. We're doing something about it. Exactly. Yes. And I think that's a great example of how uh, a healthy approach to exertion, because you had to exert yourself to make the dietary changes mm-hmm. to to have your food be medicine to heal your thyroid mm-hmm. it took a lot of dis- and then also getting the right kind of zinc you know the different supplements, supplements that help mm-hmm. and know, arranging iodine and arranging your schedule schedule so that, to take these things right. because empty stomach here with food here it's like it's a lot it's a lot of attentiveness um bears here hi bear he's our cat okay um, but yeah i guess my point is that there's a lot of exertion you had to do mm-hmm. in order to uh, to raise your standards. That that's inherent in raising your standards, right? And it didn't. And I will say that yes, it's uncomfortable in the beginning because mm-hmm. it is work. Yes, but I felt good doing good for myself. Exactly, and that's the point I was getting at. I is know that, I was helping you. Oh, thank you. The the ideal way, I think, of um oh, Bear wants to he cross wants to my path his, his and f- jump, tail. 
There's still mice going in your mouth. Oh no. Bear wants to okay, jump go up ahead, Bear. On the shelf there. All right. Okay. He's up there. We're good now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The world stops for Mr. Bear. Oh, of course. I'm going to open the Okay, you finish understand. your thought. I'm going to open the window for him cuz he wants to look outside. Okay. So, here's the thing. This kind of exertion to achieve and to uh, comply with the new standards that are being, that have been raised, this kind of exertion, I think, can come out of a healthy place or an unhealthy place. I think the, the exertion itself um, becomes... It becomes confused. I think our society um, doesn't have enough distinction between unhealthy exertion and healthy exertion. In fact, I think our society just holds up this, oh yeah, achieve and accomplish, right? Um, Be a go-getter and all that. It holds that up as the picture of quote-unquote success. Yeah. Without paying attention to the motivating force behind it and i think on one hand the motivating force can come from this healthy vigorous and vital harmony that we feel with the life force that's Mm. calling us to hey be healthier yeah you know like because because you are worthy of it you are deserving well thank you (laughs) yeah you are no, yeah, you are yes, a child of yes, God. Yes. You are an expression of the evolution of life. And this this call to be better mm-hmm. and and to exert yourself in the service of health, mm-hmm. this you stress, that's that's fantastic. That fe- that's where the feel good comes from. It feels good to yeah. exert yourself from that place. But you can do be doing what looks like the same kind of exertion and pushing yourself and discipline and you know buckling down and it can feel just the opposite yeah it can feel really bad even though it looks the same on the outside mm-hmm. but it can feel bad when you're you're doing this exertion with the motivation being ah oh, i want i want to feel worthy I'm not yes. going to fe- I'm not going to feel good about myself. You know, I'm not going to feel deserving until I fit into these jeans or whatever it is. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know. So I'm just drawing the comparison. Thanks for laughing at what I'm saying. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> fit into the jeans is funny. Okay. Yes. So yeah. I think that's I, I think, think that's, that's huge for me. That's huge. You know, I, I, I hear you. Yeah. I just thought the jeans was funny. That's all. I think your, okay. all your points were great. Okay. Okay. Great and valid. <laughs> As bear's tail hangs down from the shelf. Yes. And it's twitching. But I think, I think an important point to make also is that, you know, it's not just about recognizing that, hey, okay, I think I could raise my standards here. Okay. It's also recognizing that there are a whole ton of reasons why you might not do it. Why well, you haven't raised 
your standards. Yeah, you might be aware, but just like, eh. Mm-hmm. And one of them, I think, is is what you touched on, which might be just not feeling deserving. Mm-hmm. Another one could be the, um, you know, just staying status quo is com- very comfortable. <laughs> yes. Right? You yep. know it. You know how to do it. It's yep. like, okay, don't have to make much effort here. It feels safe. It feels predictable. Mm-hmm. It feels like you can, it's certain. And that is a need for certainty. So it's like, yeah. you know, I can see why it's not, you wouldn't necessarily say, oh, cause you're just too lazy. That's not really it. I think mm-hmm. it's just, you want to be certain, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I think another is, uh, that keeps us from raising the bar is just the fear to hope. Because if you hope... There's a chance that your you hopes be let will down. be dis- yeah, yeah. disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a risk. There's a risk there. Yeah. So, but we're here to tell you today to just take a look, take a look and see if, if, if it's time for you to kind of do a standard check for yourself and, you know, maybe it's time to, to raise it. You know, one of the things that is also important to note and Tos was mentioning this with her jeans, her jeans. My jeans example? <laughs> yeah. Um, is that, and I don't, I don't remember who I heard this from, who this quote is from. Someone quoted it from someone, so maybe I shouldn't say it, but no, I can say just say it. it. Okay, but it's, you can't <laughs> outperform your self-image. You can't outperform your self-image. So basically, the level of success, and we're not talking about the mainstream superficial yeah the level of your success will only go as high as how you see yourself Hmm. you know what you feel deserving of you can only receive that much Hmm. that makes total sense Mm -hmm. you know so as you raise your standards work on also knowing you deserve it yeah so that you don't fall into that trap of okay i will deserve it once i fit into those genes Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And one way you can do this is just spending five minutes in the morning, just five. It doesn't have to be this whole practice. Five, min- five minutes in the morning, just taking some really nice deep breaths with yourself and possibly tapping into a memory that you might have where you felt truly seen, where you felt affirmed, where you felt recognized. When you're seen, recognized, affirmed, you feel worthy. Hmm. You feel that way. And so all of us can mine some memory, hmm. you know, and if you can't, if there's, if you haven't created that for yourself or, or you haven't had something that feels like a standout, then you can go to a memory where you were loving something. Hmm. So it might be a memory of you and your first pet, mm-hmm. you know, and just loving your pet, whatever it might be, but just soaking up that memory, going back to that time and allowing your cells, just imagining all of your cells filling with light and the frequency, light frequency of that time. Hmm. Five and minutes. I, and all. I also want to say too that it doesn't have to be a time where 
you were being recognized for an achievement. Oh, no, in fact, not quite, for, no, no, in no, fact, no, just the I opposite. wasn't talking of it like that, yeah, speaking it, of it like that. It, it can be, it can be a time where you just felt um, acknowledged and loved, even after, you know, despite after having made a, what you considered a mistake or something like that, you know, just being accepted, just being accepted for who you are as you are. That's yeah, it. any, it's really just any I, memory where you, where you felt seen. Mm-hmm you know, and validated mm-hmm. because as if you are an LGBTQIA listener, <laughs> then a rainbow listener, our community is, is unique mm-hmm. in the sense that we have carried this. There's just this low grade shame imposed you know, by society that, 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 that we have that we might not recognize as, Oh, this is shame. You know, mm-hmm. we just, we, just by who we are, yeah. we have that. And so feeling deserving, there's an extra barrier there. And I guess that's part of the benefit of like pride festivals. Yes. No, to see yourself. It is affirming. In, yeah, totally. It's like, thank you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, and I'll just say privately for myself, I do a form of it's not that private. This, I guess it's not that private it. if I'm putting it on the internet. <laughs> I do a form of that practice of, of just sitting with and trying to absorb and get into alignment with uh, this feeling of validation, mm. literally by just looking at my cup of tea or my cup of coffee um, and recognizing and meditating on the fact that other living things, plants mm-hmm. in my case, mm-hmm. have died so that I can continue living. Like there's this circle of life. There's a sacrifice that that goes so on. deep. Well, it's it can sound morbid, but that is no, no. what I love. I could totally that, see you doing that. Yeah, what I love is that that's a fact. It's a scientific yes. fact. Yes, that other living things have are making sacrifices on the daily mm-hmm. for us, and that's not to make us feel bad. Aww. It's to make us. It's I'm to just make thinking us of the tea feel, leaves. <laughs> you know, it's to make us feel uh, reverence and yes. respect and appreciation reverence. and and to honor them mm-hmm. and to also uh, step into our right to be here as living beings yeah. on this planet at this time. It's like we have a right to be here. We have. Other things have paid the price so that we can be here and live our lives. Yes. Well said. I'm glad you think so. Can I share another dorky thing or geeky thing that has to do with this? Sure. Okay. So remember when we're talking about, well, (coughs) why why don't we raise the bar? And we just kind of sit back on the couch and eat our potato chips and be like, eh, you're just status quo is fine. That... That tendency towards human nature always reminds me of a certain place at the beginning or in the first half of the Declaration of Independence. And that's my geeky comment because I, I just have to quote it. It says, all here, here's from the Declaration of Independence, okay? All experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable 
than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. Mm. Which is the end of a long run-on sentence, which basically is saying, you know what? Our human nature will put up with a crappy situation just because we're used to it. We're just going to put up with this... These forms to which we are accustomed, mm-hmm, even mm-hmm. if they're frickin' evil. So, you know. Thank you. If you haven't raised your standards, you Don't know, feel bad. That's part of human nature. <laughs> you know, that's part of human nature. But equally, a part of human nature is that part of you that says, Wants to grow. Come on, brother. Yeah. Raise it up. Or sister. <laughs> are we still recording? Uh, I think so, yeah. Okay. Sorry, our computer just went off. We've been, like, talking, What's happening? we've been talking so long that the screensaver just went yeah. on. Okay. Yeah, this is a long episode. Okay, but so it's if important. You, it's... If you hung in there, yes. thank okay. you for listening. We so appreciate it. And don't forget that it's always just about progress. We're not all about perfection here. It's walking that narrow road. Yeah, progress, not perfection. Striving, Amen, but also Jesus. satisfied. Amen, Jesus. <laughs> I love Jesus. Jesus I'm not is against great. Jesus. Yeah. No, just some of the I people just, who claim to follow him. Hot dime, that it's one. It's just how Jesus... It's just about how people... Yeah, it's how people... Never mind, I'm not going to say it. Because... Yeah. Well, I've heard but it But I said, love Jesus I've heard it as said, a man. It's about... You know right? what I mean? It's about... Jesus was a man. Religion of Jesus... <laughs> Versus the religion about Jesus, which are two different things. Okay. Anyway, we're going off on this episode. Jesus was the example. Yes. He was not the exception. Whoo! Is that, are we going to get backlash for that? That's what I believe, though. Good. Good. Yeah. I do believe that. I can, I think I know what you're saying with that. I love Jesus. And probably if he's walking down the street and somebody said Jesus, he wouldn't even know they were talking about him <laughs> because that's not even how you would pronounce his name. That's a Gre- I think that's a Greek version of his name anyway. Okay. Progress, not perfection. Hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. Yep. And... Oh, yeah. Join our email list at sanantos.com. And if you get something out of Why it... Why are we not flowing now? Recommend it to What is friend? going on? I think it's because we want to just keep talking about this no, subject. No, I don't want to keep talking about this oh, subject. Okay. <laughs> I feel like we've gone on 20 minutes too long. Okay, we need to All eat. Right. Maybe we need All to right. eat something. Okay, so thank you again for listening. <laughs> As Toast mentioned, don't forget to join our email list. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it with someone you know. Rate and review. Rate and review. And until next time, this is Sienna. And this is Toast, always, as always, inviting you to come and live your love story. What is it you really want in life? No matter what you've been through, you can still achieve it. I'm Sandra Ann Taylor, and in my Energy Activation Podcast, We'll explore the science of manifestation, and I'll give you specific techniques to shift your energy in order to make your dreams a reality. I also do live energy readings, and you can be a part of the show 
by emailing your questions to me at sandrataylor.net. Join me on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.